Hello everyone and welcome to Astral Doorway, a channel focused solely to helping others achieve astral projection. If you visit the Astral Projection subreddit, you will see many people describing an experience that they had in their sleep and asking for advice as to whether it was a lucid dream or an astral projection. So, this episode will be on how to tell the difference between lucid dreaming and astral projection and also looking a bit more deeply on understanding these two things clearly, which are part of the same branch yet very different in the ultimate sense of each concept. So get ready because we're going to be thinking a little more deeply here, a little more philosophically, psychologically, and metaphysically. And it might take a bit more concentration and contemplation to understand what I'm going to explain from my perception and understanding from my own experiences into this matter. If you struggle to think about what I'm saying or if I'm going too fast, just feel free to pause the video or rewind so you can have a think about it. I'll also give some basic tips at the end of the video on practical ways on how you can tell the difference between dreams and astral projection, but I want to put more emphasis on how to understand the difference more deeply, because it's through understanding that we can best harness our intuition more practically in the future, instead of asking other people what they think, because in reality they can't ever know what experience you had since it was your experience, not theirs. Firstly, I suspect a lot of people who start on this path, who want to astral project, give too much attention to their first experiences of vivid dreams or lucid dreams, because, you know, it's natural, they get excited and they've never had dreams before, according to them. Uh, because it's the first time they've started remembering their dreams again, which is fine. I don't blame them for that either. I used to become very excited whenever I had any sort of nightly experience too. And also dreams and lucid dreams are very important for one's progress. They are, you could say, a natural stepping stone towards astral projection. However, don't take your eyes off the prize if you want to astral project. You should remain somewhat impartial towards your dreams, it's better to celebrate when you eventually astral project. If you're going to overthink every dream or lucid dream and not stay focused on your goal, you're simply going to delay the process. Now let me make one thing clear about the typical experience of astral projection. It is absolutely obvious when it happens. It's not like a dream an imagination or visualization or some fantasy of the mind, okay? Astral projection looks and feels as real, if not more real, than waking physical experience here and now. Wherever you are listening to this, look around yourself, feel how it feels. Astral projection feels just like this, just how like you are experiencing physical waking life. Actually, physical waking life can often feel like a dream in comparison to astral projection. This is because the astral plane is often closer to a purer reality than the denser physical plane. But that's for another video. 
Now, there's one main concept that leads people to confuse lucid dreams with astral projection, and it's the idea that dreams are a form of unconscious astral projection, and that we leave the body every night. Now, this is true. We do leave the body every night. But understanding the nature of this is a little more tricky. So let's look at this more deeply now and how it relates to our practice. So, consider human psychology in the following way. As ordinary people, we don't live very present in the moment. And as a consequence of this, we think too much about the past or the future or about ourselves or other people. Our minds are like radios playing different channels simultaneously, always thinking about different things. This is what you could call the ego, the psychological aspects of ourselves that basically is the cause of all our suffering, all this overthinking. Now, I'll get into ego, suffering, meditation, transcendence, and all that on future videos. But for now, we just want to understand the significance of this in relation to dreaming. So just think of dreaming as this radio player that won't stop playing all these different channels all the time, which constantly adds its own narrative and colorations to reality. Some of you may think, well, what? My mind is silent naturally. I don't do that. <laughs> uh, you know, that may be the case. But for most practitioners of meditation like myself, no. When we really take a good look deep inside, you eventually hear a lot of different noises and voices and perceptions you wouldn't usually see on the surface. And you gain a deeper understanding about how you personally perceive and interpret the world. This is our subconscious. If you didn't do this, you would already be awakened and you wouldn't need to listen to any of these videos. But this is the game of life. This is where we are. And this is our journey of awakening. This is our purpose in life. Now, this compulsive thinking about the world is dreaming, okay? Everything in our perception of the world, the way we interpret it, the way we believe it, the way we label it, is our dream about the world. Think about it. How do you really know anything exists independently or not? outside of your perception. Your experience, physical or not, all happens through the filter of your mind. When you look at an animal who doesn't think, doesn't interpret, doesn't label, or like a baby, they have not developed this human mind. A baby or an animal sees the world directly. For example, when you look at a tree, are you really seeing the tree? Or are you just seeing the idea of the tree that you have in your mind? And as ordinary people, we often do this. We don't really appreciate the things in front of us because 
we just say to ourselves subconsciously, oh, I know what that is. That's the tree. And we don't really appreciate it. And so, you know, artists from history would say that one is blind when you cannot appreciate the art of life. Similarly, say you're sat down in your bedroom right now, listening to me speak. How do you know other rooms in your house exist in this moment? You don't, because you're not perceiving them in your direct experience. You're only assuming that they're there. Now this goes into deeper aspects of reality checks. So I'll save that for another video too. So bear with me, we are getting there. This is all relevant. So even if you're someone who says you don't daydream about things a lot, you still have your dream about yourself and the world, which is different to everyone else's dream about the world. You see? Do you see where I'm going here? Everyone's dream about the world is different. And so when we dream at night, we dream about our own individual world, which is not shared with others because it's personal to you. Now I'll restate something I said in my first video. As above, so below. People dream during the day, and so they dream when they fall asleep at night too. Astral projection is about going beyond your dream of the world, or better said, stopping dreaming altogether. So let's go even deeper now in terms of the astral plane and imagine this more visually. Imagine a crowd of people in a city centre all going about their business. Now physically, they're all there in the same location, right? But internally, within each one of their non-physical psychological worlds, they can all be light years apart. Some people's worlds are so different to each other's that metaphysically, they may as well be living on different planets. All of these people that you're seeing in a crowd are all in a world of their own. Now, let's apply this understanding to the astral plane. Everyone, no matter who you are, comes out of their body every night and people could reach objective, shared reality of the astral. However, they often don't because of the habit of staying in their own dream world. And instead, they enter a sort of private astral area, which is just one way you could describe where dreams take place in the non-physical. I had one experience where I was in a dream walking around my neighborhood, but when I became conscious and turned the dream into astral projection, I felt and saw my own dream layer dissolve in front of my eyes. And I felt myself submerge into the exact same location in the neighborhood. And I started to see many people who were in the afterlife. I eventually spoke with them too. Uh, so, so that's an example of how I was in my own dream world. And then I entered a shared objective reality which took place in the astral. But I'll share that experience in another video. But do you see what I'm saying here? When I entered the astral from a dream, 
I entered a shared reality, whereas previously I was going around dreaming in a world of my own, as if I was blindly putting a veil over my eyes. So in this sense, when we dream, it's most of the time us roaming around in the astral, basically like delusional zombies, not aware of ourselves. So again, I will say for more emphasis, we dream during the day and we dream during the night. As above, so below. Uh, you know, in this sense, I believe this is where the idea of zombies has manifested so much in collective consciousness, in movies, uh, because most of humanity are in a zombie-like state, some more so than others, walking around unaware, unconscious of the physical, and also walking around unconscious in the astral too. So this is why I've said before, astral projection is synonymous with the awakening of consciousness. Because when you go beyond your own dreams, your own overthinking of the world, you also go beyond your own suffering and you begin to also take in more enlightenment and more understanding. And if you're listening to this video, I'm sure that you have already started your own path to awakening too. So I hope this kind of explanation of how we dream in the day and so we dream at night makes sense. Uh, if not, please do ask questions. One audiobook I can highly recommend is Listening to The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, which I will link below. Even though it's not explicitly about astral projection, it holds core and fundamental practices and teachings to understand how to become more present and awaken out of our hallucinations and dreams out of our own mind. And if you're an astral projection practitioner, this is going to be extremely powerful and useful for you, I guarantee. But only listen to the book if you're really going to take on the teachings practically for the purpose of personal transformation. Otherwise, if you're going to read it and be skeptical, think about it too much and debate its concepts, uh, then it's not going to be very effective. The book is intended to speak to your being, not your mind. Now, if you're wondering why our consciousness leaves the body every night, I'm not entirely sure to tell you the truth, but I know it's a fact from my own experience and seeing people out of their body unconsciously too. When you go into the astral, I often meet people who are either have a physical body or have recently passed away. I suspect that leaving the body every night also has something to do with our physical body's health. For example, the psychological aspects of ourselves, our ego, or egos, should I say, are often always angry or sad or anxious. And this can take a toll on the physical body more than we realize. For example, studies have shown that the emotion of anger can damage the liver. Also notice people who are very disconnected from themselves, always caught up in their mind, breathe very shallow. Uh, but no matter what, no matter who you are, how stressed out you are, your body always breathes the way it should properly when you sleep. It breathes deeply into well-being and heals itself, while your consciousness roams out of the body in dreams, carrying on its dramas and worries elsewhere. So, if you understand what I'm saying here, you can start to see how lucid dreaming and astral projection 
is also synonymous with self-healing on a profound level. But I'll save that for another video too. Now, you might interpret what I'm saying as dreams being just useless illusions. So I want to stress that dreams and lucid dreams are so important. Don't overlook them. They have vast significance for you in terms of your personal growth. Dreams and lucid dreaming is all about knowing yourself. You know, overcoming the ego is more about integration than destruction or ignorance. There's a lot you can learn from remembering your own dreams and working with your subconscious, and they help you get in touch with your non-physical inner life, which ultimately helps you become more connected to the objective reality of the astral plane. I'll make sure to do future videos on explaining the significance of dreams, how to lucid dream, and why you shouldn't be skipping this practice if you want to astral project. But for now, Take a look at this diagram, which I'll show on the screen, made by someone called Vanquish from the Astral Projection subreddit and the Astral Lounge Discord to get a general idea of what I mean when I say lucid dreaming is a stepping stone or a foundation in terms of lucidity and awareness towards astral projection. And here's also another diagram that I made, which is similar. I'll talk about these diagrams and reference them more in depth in future videos. Uh, I have a lot of videos to make. Uh, there's a lot of ground to cover. So, getting back to specifically on how to tell whether your experience was a lucid dream or astral projection. Even though some dreams can be you unconsciously in the astral, and that there can be experiences that take place which blur the lines between what we understand as dreams and astral projection. I think for the practical purposes of saving confusion, and if you really want to astral project, it's better to view all dreams as illusion or hallucinations and save labeling astral projection experiences for the full conscious out-of-body experiences that you will experience if you persist, where you are fully aware of yourself. You know who you are. You know where you are. You know that your physical body is sleeping in a bed. That is astral projection. Save dreams for dreams. Astral projection is being fully awake, fully aware. In this practice, this is what you have to learn to recognize, to recognize when you're creating the dream. When you're in a lucid dream, there is an instinct that you can feel, a sense that you can detect yourself dreaming the dream. If you're sensitive enough to feel this, then you'll be able to naturally stop the dream and enter the astral. In exactly the same way that you can catch yourself daydreaming in the physical and stop it so that you can focus more on physical reality. Now, not everyone can sense that. Meditators who are more in touch with their minds will be more ready to feel it. But for other people, here's a general outline on how you can tell the difference between dreams and astral projection. So whether it's after you wake up remembering the dream or whether it's in the moment of the dream and you're lucid, you need to develop a sense of whether the experience is some sort of unrealistic narrative or fantasy. Perhaps you're a different person in the dream, or perhaps you're hanging out with friends you no longer hang out with, or that you're really rich, live in another country, 
riding a dragon, or you have machine guns and you're battling aliens. Uh, typical ridiculous stuff like that is often a dream. Now you can look for the meaning and significance behind that, and that can help you on your spiritual path, uh, but they're dreams, okay? So if you want to astral project, we have to start to develop a sense of remembering ourselves, our life situation, our age, what day it is, and incorporate that into our reality checks too. Often people just don't remember themselves. People get caught up in arguments and afterwards they say, oh sorry, I just wasn't myself. You know, because they were in a dream, psychically. Another way to tell the difference is whether you can control the environment, which I mentioned in the previous video. In a dream, you can manipulate and control anything or anyone in any way you like. There is no limit to what you can do. Your imagination is your only limit. That's not the case for the astral, because the astral plane has actual independent substance. It's not subjective, and it isn't being created by your mind. This really is the best way to tell whether it's a dream or not. I've had plenty of lucid dreams where sometimes I wonder if it's the astral or not, because both experiences are non-physical phenomena after all, and they can feel similar sometimes. So what I'll do, just to confirm it, is try to move the sun across the sky, or replace it with a moon, or bring other planets in, and then it's pretty obvious that I'm in a dream. And from there, I'll usually break the dream through meditation and enter the astral plane, which is one of the simplest and easiest ways to astral project. I will save that for another video too. So if you enjoyed the video, subscribe and share it with anyone who's struggling to differentiate their experiences. I'll see you on the next episode and good luck with your journey of awakening out of your dreams of life and entering into reality.